Hello world, I am back, Piers91, once again joined by my partner in crime, literally, he's a criminal. Matt, how you doing, buddy? Whopper, 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 whopper. Um, You know, if the Steelers could hold on to the fucking ball, I'd be a little bit better. You're coming in hot. I kind of, I kind of like it. Is this like New Year, New Me kind of vibe? No, this is New Year, same me. Okay. Yeah. So, hello, everybody. On this side of 2023, we appreciate a better than ever year last year. 100K views on YouTube. Uh, check us out on Instagram, Pierce Podcast, at Pierce Podcast on every platform. Link in bio. We have a link tree. So, this has been a crazy week. And to start the new year, I figured, like, let's. Uh, get some consistency going. And Matt has a VR headset that he purchased for himself. Well, he bought it for his wife, right? Yes. And now it's just technically yours. Yeah, it's mine. Yeah, so he's been playing some games, and it's led to a lot of, I don't know, for me as as a friend, like, it's fun. It's It's cool to see in the group chat. So you sent me something today of, what is this, the boxing game? Yeah, I got a boxing game recently. I can only do one fight. Okay. Because otherwise I am just way out of breath and sweaty. And it's only three rounds at three minutes each. I can only do one fight at a time. I feel like that's actual like WBA rules though. It's usually a three minute round. I feel like people don't understand that either. Even if you just shadow box for three minutes around a ring, like near not even fighting necessarily anybody else, like you're gonna be exhausted. It's least- so hard. Like and it even started out as uh three two minute rounds and even that was tough and then it jumped up to three minutes and you can't change it so it's uh like you can see the time and you'll be like oh my god this has to be ending and then you're like nope two minutes and 47 seconds left yeah it seems here that you definitely are getting gassed because after every time you drop him you're raising your hands in victory as if it is over and now i will go get a snack from the fridge style energy um is it high quality? I mean, have you enjoyed playing this? Was it worth the buy? Yeah, it's pretty solid. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm undefeated with all knockouts so far. Have you but not? It is like, it's Did... not super easy. Okay. Yeah, like there's some challenge to it. I was going to ask you outside of that, have you, this game lends itself to a, to a complete mongoloid such as me. Like I would break something. Like this isn't for 100%. somebody with a low IQ. Have you broken anything yet? Like, where do you even play this? Like, outside in your fucking lawn? No, I'm pretty sure the Oculus actually says you should not play it outdoors. Oh, why? Because you'll wander in, like, a driveway or some shit? Yeah, I mean, I'd probably, like, fall in the pool or something. What a a little subtle flex Matt hit you guys with there. Yes, he does have a pool, and uh, it's in ground. In ground. Yep. Fuck with me. So... Yeah, I mean, obviously we have the real video of Matt boxing in real life, but I do think the fact that there can be an opponent there and I can show the people what's going on. Oh like, my God, they overturned this in our favor. That's a miracle. We we enjoy that. So yeah, Matt's watching. We're, we're recording this on the Lord's Day. It is Sunday. Again, if you love us, subscribe on YouTube. We're at, uh, at Pierce Podcast on Instagram. Um, Hashtag blessed. Yeah, something. Could be a curse though, you know. It's one of those things. So let, let's yeah. get into let's get into some topical shit. Um, to start, a guy died. I mean, everybody knows about it. Damar Hamlin died on the field during the Monday Night Football game. Bills at Bengals. 
I selfishly was a little bit disappointed. I really wanted to watch this game. Um, the Bengals, to me, are the best team in the yep. league. And it's got two young quarterbacks in their primes. And what's nice is you have two outfits that are consistently showing up. They don't disappoint you. Every week, they both come out and they have a good game plan and they're going to put up points. And that's what it looked like it was going to be. And then someone had to die. I, I didn't even see this live either. Uh, what the fuck was I watching? I was watching Below Deck. You were and watching Monday Night Football, one of the greatest matchups of our generation with young quarterbacks, to watch Below Deck. Yeah, it was a new episode. It's on Monday nights at 8 o'clock. On Bravo? Yes. And are you watching this alone or hopefully with your wife? No, Caitlin watches it with me too. With you, so this is your thing. Well, no, it's both of our things. And Vito. Where, don't forget the dog. So Below Deck, from what I understand, is kind of like a... A hijink style, almost quasi reality show where you get attractive people who are on a yacht and they tend to the yacht, yacht. Yeah, as it travels. So, where is the boat at in this season? Oh, fuck. You don't even know. Oh, it's some weird place. Well, somewhere foreign, most likely. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, that's what Matt was doing. And he doesn't even know where the fuck the Mediterranean. Okay. So. Damar Hamlin, he died. Uh, I think I have the video right here. Yes, I do. Momentarily. Well, I flipped it over. The first thing I remember seeing was just the uh, image of Josh Allen with his hands over his face. And I was like, oh, something bad happened. Yeah, I mean, it was a little bit, it escalated quickly. So I was watching it live. I'm a fucking loser. I had nothing else going on. This had such a big ripple effect that my grandma Jan who's 80-something years old, called me because they flipped over after the injury and they were like, what the hell is going on? So it, I feel like it, it really impacted a lot of people. A lot of eyes were on this. From what I read, 25 million viewers. Uh, it rated very well before the injury. Josh Allen, obviously. Right, especially for it being Monday Night Football. Yeah, and Matt's right. I mean, a lot of the players on the field, uh, you know, they felt a type of way. They were all fucked up. They, they, they probably have a little bit of shell shock, as the kids would say. Um, I personally think it's a routine tackle. I, I would go on to assume that he has some type of pre-existing condition. So, something's going on. Uh, we'll find that out as the days come, hopefully. But he's back to posting on Instagram, doing like fit checks. So he's totally back. He, he's good to go. And I think at this point, over $10 million have been raised for his uh, charity, which he gives like Tonka trucks to children who need it, which is actually good. Like, that's, that's some good in the world. Yeah, his original goal was like $2,500, and he's up to like 10 mil. And it's fellow Pittsburgher, hail to Pitt. Hail to Pitt. Yeah, as I say all the time, you know, my my lineage is from Aliquippa, like Mike Ditka. So I do poor Ditka. little L. And I have, this show has slowly become a Pitt football pod. Not the pro team, but just Pitt football in general. The Panthers, as some would say. So, uh, yeah. All of Pitt. Great ball win. Speaking of Pitt. Fuck UCLA. Okay. Yeah. Nobody knows what he's talking about, but that's fine. So now what I think. Some bowl champions. I'm going to show the people here. This is something Matt actually talked to me about. Uh, so the stadium where this injury to DeMar Hamlin occurred is in Cincinnati. It used to be Mike Brown Field, who's the owner of the team. Paul Brown Stadium. Jesus Christ. Oh, his father was Mike Brown. Sorry. Sorry. I'm too smart for you, idiot. So now it's Paycor. And they've had this injury this year to this guy just dying. Uh, they also had Tua Tungavailoa smashing his head, if people remember. 
that's right here uh where you had that weird wasn't that also Monday night football might have been it was or i think it was thursday uh oh, yeah so it was thursday night football so a lot of eyes on that as well he smashes his head he goes into a fencing pose and yeah i mean he's his career's forever going to be changed to a to a sucks um you have the Antonio Brown playoff game where they also pull, prime time. Yeah, whatever reason the Bengals just imploded emotionally, and you had Vontez Perfect attempting to kill a man. Um, and then you also have the Ryan Shazier spinal injury that fe- which also prime me. time. That surprised me as well. I, you're a Steeler guy, right? I don't necessarily remember that play. I do remember it being against the the Bengals, but I didn't think it was there. So no, I remember vividly too. I remember him making a tackle and I saw him go down and I was, I went, Oh, he's paralyzed. Yeah. But you probably said that as a joke and then it actually came out to be true. And now you just have like a, a big fat head. about Well, it. it was like half and half. I was like, well, he's at least temporarily paralyzed. Like you could tell in the moment he had no feeling in his arms or legs. Yeah. And Matt, by the way, if you're wondering, is doing his residency at Pittsburgh children's hospital. He's about to wrap that up. He is a medical professional. Um, no, I don't support them anymore. Oh, you backed out. Something happened. A- yeah, HR. They were, uh, yeah, they were doing the uh, gender stuff for little kids. So I turned off my Amazon Smile donation to them. They don't wow. get my money anymore. That got so political so quick. I fuck. I love it. That was a mini pivot. Um, and yeah, also Matt let me know about a play back in the day. Carson Palmer, former number one pick of Cincinnati. This is when it was Paul Brown Stadium. Uh, he had an injury himself where he he died. And this is a playoff game, right, Matt? So this would all this would not necessarily yeah, be a divisional game. Okay, so this might have been not a prime time, but it's in a four thirty slot with a lot of eyes on it. Yeah, that was dirty as fuck. Here we go. Oh my god. And he was never really the same. He ended up requesting a trade from this organization and leaving. So there is, is there essentially all of this rambling and dumb shit to ask this? Is there a curse on that field? Yeah, who do we blame first? Do we blame Kimo von Olhoffen for blowing up Carson Palmer's knee? Is that his name? Can you say his name one more yep. time? Kimo von Olhoffen. I don't even know what kind of ethnicity that is. Like, I want to say Hawaiian, but then it sounds German. It could be Austrian. Some type of, you know, it, it's intimidating. And the Steelers went on to win the Super Bowl. So, you know, conspiracy, maybe. But there is, you know, I'm not a big ghost guy. I think you got to be pretty low IQ. But I do think, you know, maybe there is some weird Wiccan style energy. There's some bad juju out there. And it does seem oh, yeah. like maybe they That's built over. That's one of over... the first things I thought of whenever DeMar went down. I was like, oh, my God, it's Cincinnati again. Like I, they might have built over like an old Indian burial site. That That's the only thing yeah, I like can they, think of. Somebody removed the skull. Yep, it knocked one little rock structure over, little it just toppled and some dude was ripping cigs on break just like kicked it with his car hard boot and no one thought anything yep. of it at the time and now you just got ripping darts people dying so think about that next time you can litter piece of shit all right that's why it's a big fine it's like 300 bucks let's do a little pivot here uh, pivot! 
this is uh, a Jeffrey Epstein adjacent situation. So the Attorney General of the U.S. Virgin Islands, which won, choosing to live there, and you'd co- you constantly have to explain to your friends why you chose to live at Virgin Island. Um, also, I didn't know that the U.S. had Virgin Islands, and I think I'm a little bit autistic with geography. So this is a place, I don't even know where it is on a map. Uh, but they fired their attorney general who was suing the big bank company, J.P. Morgan, over their alleged ties to the Epstein case. Uh, so from what I understand, J.P. Morgan was involved in the transactions more as a middleman when Jeffrey Epstein would solicit this financial consulting gigs from these these big players, which would happen all the time because that was legitimate in some sense. He did do that. Uh, but they wouldn't report it to people. So there was no way for the the, the agencies at the time oh. that had oversight to be able to see what was going on and make connections in real time. Like, And if you extrapolate it to what his crimes were, you could think that a lot of people in real time were essentially paying him at these locations, uh, whatever his diddle island was, to you know facilitate the sex trafficking. Like, There's no way to parse through that to say, oh, this was a legitimate financial transaction, but this one is where he's... People are, you know, giving him money to diddle children's like buttholes, right? That's, I don't know. Anyway, so that's kind of like the scope of what happened. This woman that sues JP Morgan, not even a week later, gets fired. So I got to think. Conspiracy. Yeah, like I do got to think we're into curses and we're talking about bad juju. So this is from San Juan, Puerto Rico. It's from the AP. The governor of the U.S. Virgin Islands has fired the attorney general of the U.S. territory who pursued various cases against disgraced financier Jeffrey Epstein, including a lengthy legal fight that resulted in a $105 million settlement. The removal of Denise George. Oh, it was a woman. So there you go, too. Bigot. Bigot. Sexist. Comes just days after she filed a lawsuit against J.P. Morgan Chase in New York and accused the company of helping Epstein finance the illegal exploitation of women and, most importantly, children in the U.S. Virgin Islands and beyond. The governor, whose name is Albert Bryan Jr., did not provide a reason for relieving George of her duties in a statement Sunday, saying only that she would be replaced by Assistant Attorney General Carol Thomas Jacobs. So they didn't even, like, play the game. They didn't even fake a fucking reason as to why. Like, oh, you know, quid quid pro quo. Like, you fired... I just... They they don't even... They're not even giving anyone a reason anymore. There's got to be money laundering going on somewhere, right? Like, they they took this person, the the assistant attorney, the new person in line, they took him out to, to Denny's, and they gave him the lowdown. It's like the whole idea of when a president gets in there, how nothing gets done. It's like, well, maybe they actually get the bag. Someone comes to them and and actually tells them exactly what's going on geopolitically. And you come to understand like, wow, we're fucked. And I can only the stat keeping the status quo is like my only option here. There's no real room for any type of change to any of these systems. So maybe it's kind of the same thing. And there's probably a car wash being built somewhere to do said money laundering. Car wash, huh? Probably like, uh, like Breaking Bad style. Never seen the show. I'm in the middle of watching it. That's why I thought of it. What season? Mm, I just started season three. I had a friend who, when I was in college, you could like go five or ten on a blunt, essentially. Like, you know, you have a buddy. It's like, hey, we'll throw five together after class. Once you're done studying, like we'll link up. It's like, cool. So we go. 
I go to his room and he's like, I got to go get it. So he goes up to this kid's room on the third floor and he knocks on the door and the guy answers and he's watching Breaking Bad. And when I was in college, which was kind of around the same time you were Breaking Bad, its final season had come out and every single episode was like, you know, it was like a spectacle. So he goes in and he doesn't even want to do the transaction. The guy's like, yo, yo, just sit down for a minute. All right. And they ended up watching like 42 minutes plus commercials of a long form season eight episode of Breaking Bad. Like I, I had to wait like there's like only five seasons. OK, sorry. Season five then. Um, what is the kid's name? Heisenberg. No, no. Have you ever well, if he's met a drug dealer? It's possible. Have you ever met anyone with that name, Matt? Not that I know of. What's the weirdest named kid you went to school with? Oh, God. Like, first or last name? First name. Because that's where it's like, as a Fuck. kid, you kind of pick out, like, oh, that kid sounds weird. Like, let me make fun of him. I went to fucking Catholic school. You think we had weird named kids? A lot of Christophers, I bet. I can't, fuck. I can't even think of one off the top of my head. Kids are awful, though. Uh, we, uh, Isa. How do you even spell that? I-S-A. What? Why? What is What is that? Isa? He was actually my lab partner. Good kid. Lab partner in what? Like where you cut a frog? Yeah, like some, some something science-related. I, I feel, fucking hated science. I, I was going to say, I feel like you're very, like, blood fucks you up. Like, you're probably not able to handle that kind of stuff. No, or, or are you weird? I'm, I'm fine with stuff like that. I just don't like science. In what way? The subject never interested me. I hated all science classes. I wasn't very good at it. Oh, well, that's actually, you did a really good job of explaining why that would frustrate you. Uh, chemistry to me was cool. I just was really bad at it. And then all of the rest. I just didn't like it. Like, I had to take. Didn't like any of it. Biology was hard. I had to take geology. I had to take geology in college because I basically did everything I could to avoid taking bio in college. So I did meteorology and geology. The um, fact that I passed biology my freshman year of college is a fucking miracle. Why would you? Did you, I mean, you cheated, right? I mean, who didn't? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think I had like a C minus going into the final. I was about to shit a brick and somehow I got a B on the final. No idea. The only science class my entire life I've had relative success with and got the entire time was meteorology. Uh, our professor was like, like a mil like a military PSA guy. He was like the guy that made Private Pile shoot himself. And, uh, oh God! He was just super R. intense R. and dry as a professor. And for young kids, it kind of it either like you didn't like him or it kind of gave you enough discipline to where it's like, okay, I can easily understand what he needs me to do. Like, just do the homework by this day and show up for the, for the test and you'll get a B. And I did really, really well. And, like, I learned shit. Like, I learned, like, that when the when the air is super humid, it's actually thinner because, like, it's not as heavy of an air because it allows more moisture to be able to get into it. That's essentially what you're dealing with. So, like, cool shit like that. I was in the math. That was my shit. I was good at math. I was terrible. I Except for like so the bullshit bad. word problems. I was good at like real math. Once you got to the calculator, like when that was on your list for, for summer to like get as supplies, like the T84. Yeah. The Texas instrument, that fucker, that fucker, fucker. I was so bad. I remember I had to do trig algebra two trig or trig two, whatever the fuck. And my professor 
was he's like, hey, I'm really pro I'm really proud of the class. You guys did really well Our, for this period. Your cumulative grade for this test was a 94. Everyone give yourself a round of applause. Everyone's like clapping. And you got a 72. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, wow, I, you know, Alex, you, you did it. You did it again. You showed up. You didn't do anything you needed to do. You didn't know anything. And you and you carried this class. And he's putting around the test onto people's desks. He puts mine down, like, face down and, like, slides it like I've been evicted. And oh I, I flip it over. And I got a 36. What? So the idea that, like, if I was, if I just showed up sick and it wasn't a part of the mean median like average thing that he had to do they probably would have gotten a 98 99 like everybody else just clearly got the material except for me so not the big not not the biggest math guy i can't even speak today either so english ain't it either oh that's great um but yeah so i don't even know where that rant went but obviously jeffrey epstein's out here diddling people and the fact that we're firing especially women of color in that position and you're not even giving anyone a reason like what the media should be losing their shit over this i haven't heard a peep about it yeah i had to bring this up to matt it, it, he thought i was like an autist it's like why do we even care but we should i it, haven't seen this anywhere not one fucking spot well jp morgan had a statement here let's see what they said they well, said of course he did quote human trafficking was the principal business of the accounts epstein maintained at jp morgan Oh, this is what the lawsuit reads, excuse me. So they're, this is what they're alleging. J.P. Morgan turned a blind eye to evidence of human trafficking over more than a decade because of Epstein's own financial footprint and because of the deals and clients that Epstein brought and promised to bring to the bank. Yo, that's, that's so dark. This is the story, guys. Like, this is, this is a legitimate thing that's happening. This is why, this is one of the big cogs in the wheel. Like, this moves a lot of the other industries and shit, so... um. Yeah, I guess we'll keep everyone abreast to this. Epstein himself, according to the AP, quote, uh, killed himself at a federal jail in New York in August 2019 while awaiting trial. So that's that's what the fact is now. Like, our kids will have to explain to them when they read in textbooks what happened. They'll be like, oh, he killed himself, right? It's like, okay. Great. So that's a thing. Um, yep. Little pivot here. Into something that Matt has been, I mean, he's been itching. He's been calling. He's been texting. This is uh, a sex party rumor. Kayshawn Boot and LSU. Booty. Oh, booty. Oh, my God. So even more. Well, what a great pun. Thank you, God. Uh, he got kicked off the team. LSU, Louisiana State. They, they won a ship a couple years ago. They're a Division One program in the SEC, the best conference in the entire world. If you talk like a diss, right? Um, you probably still know that, though. Football rules. So... Uh, I didn't really know about this. He didn't Ma really get kicked off the team, though. Okay, so Matt, you sent this to me. I'll take I'll take you your word for it, essentially, with the details. But from what I understand, uh, let's see. Uh, the message said that there were at least five participants involved when the team went out for their bowl game. They went to Atlanta, I believe, is where the host city was, and they essentially all just had an orgy. And, it was for the SEC championship. Okay. Uh, other rumor participants outside of players included members of the coaching staff and recruiting department. So this involves Brian Kelly, who came from Notre Dame, very good coach, uh, very good recruiter, probably because he's just letting everyone bang. Everyone's just banging. I mean, it helps. Yeah, well, that's that's definitely not going to keep me from going to your school. Like we preach, bro. Um, 
Yeah, so LSU's uh, head coach Brian Kelly explained his decision to list Booty as unavailable. Unavailable, as you know, means I can't speak of some of the reasons behind it, and I would not, and I have been more specific. So he essentially didn't address it whatsoever. Um, there was a post, however, on Instagram that went viral from a booster who's at an SEC team, and they outlined to him exactly what happened here. So I'll just read for the people. Uh, secret board scoop, not out in the public sphere yet. Booty was just the tip of the iceberg. Apparently there was a sex party in Atlanta during the SECC stay and the participants got caught. At least five have been identified. Booty, Destiny Wilson, uh, who's an on-campus recruiting coordinator. Cortez Hankton, the wide receivers coach. Yikes. J.R. Belton, the director of recruiting. Yikes. Corey Phillips, Associate Director of Player Personnel, another yikes. J.R. Belton, Director of Recruiting, that's a massive yikes. And Corey Phillips, Associate Director of Player Personnel. Matt, I think your source is wrong because this says that Booty's been dismissed. Wilson, who was the lone female at this affair, resigned on December 8th, and she has a history of this sort of behavior, and the university failed to catch it. Uh, due to diligence. Hankton, the wide receiver, is the highest paid coach in the country. He will be terminated after their bowl game. And Benton, who is a rep, uh, the reputed instigator, so he's a guy within the recruiting department, um, they don't necessarily know what's going to happen, but they believe that they'll be gone. So what do you think about this? Does this Is this surprising to you? Does this like ring any bells to other things that have happened in the past? Like This is pretty fucking crazy. I'm sure this happens a lot more than we know. Uh, but I still question the him getting dismissed because what made everything weird was he wasn't available for the bowl game. I think he was injured or some shit. But he's draft eligible, but he said he was coming back to LSU next season. And then randomly right before the bowl game, he declared for the NFL draft. And everybody was like, uh, okay. Yeah, there's got to be. It's weird. Yeah, it's, that's a snip, snap, snip, snap. Make a decision. Yeah. And then this rumor came out, and I guess the uh, this chick has done this before, so. Women, am I right? Can't live yeah. with them. But I think, I, I mean, that's. Fuck, what bowl game were they in? That's some of the stuff where, I mean, it's kind of like a no-duh thing, where as a society we've gotten to where everyone's equal and everyone does everything all the time. And I mean in a sense of, like how we view sensibilities. So like the fact that all these attractive women can be within a college team, college athletes like circle and be a part of the recruiting team and a part of all these other things. Like obviously there's, they're going to bang like obviously the full circle. The full circle moment was that they played Purdue in their bowl game. Who's the Boilermakers with the whole train thing. And yeah, she got a train ran on her. Okay. 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 Okay, so you mean Boilermakers is in, like, the, their logo's a train? Yeah. Let me see if... Are you sure about that? Yeah, man, look it up. And what the fuck is a Boilermaker? Oh, it is it. I know it's... Yeah, that's a train. I yeah. I know it's an alcoholic beverage. Is it? And you're saying this woman got trained? Easily. You're saying Destiny the Wilson, chick there. the on, on-campus recruiting coordinator at Louisiana State University, got a train, ran on her. And it's ironic because in their bowl game, that university played the Boilermakers, who have a logo of a train. Yeah. All right. And that's, uh, that's Piers 91. If you're watching at this point, we love you. 
We, we really do. We absolutely adore you. Check out the link in bio. New content every Thursday and Sunday at Pierce Podcast on all platforms. Over 100,000 views on YouTube and climbing. Matt, you got anything you want to sign off with? Uh, not really. All right. Well, I uh, love you, dog. This was a great episode, and uh, we will be here next week. Peace, people. <laughs>